Yo, is this shit on? Alrighty, what's up everyone? It's been a little, a little time between our last podcast, episode 2, huh? Yeah, it's, it's been some time, um... I'm currently by myself right now. I am not with Blake and Taylor. I'm currently in the car driving, but I'll get into that in just a second. Uh, Just kind of wanted to talk about where we've been, why we haven't recorded a podcast in a while. Um, I don't know. We uh, kind of got busy with school, kind of got busy doing some other stuff, just, just hanging out doing college things, being college kids, and uh, I don't know, we we just kind of took a break, didn't record a podcast one, uh, that that weekend that we, the first weekend we missed, right after episode two, we didn't record that weekend because we didn't have anything to talk about, we were trying to, we were sitting in uh, Blake and Taylor's room trying to brainstorm, we couldn't really think of anything, so we were like, eh, you know, we don't have to put something out, you know, we're not going to force anything, we're not going to try to make a podcast just to, um, just to put one out, just, just to throw it on uh, Spotify, we're not going to do that and and make a bad podcast, so we just decided we weren't going to film one that week, and then next weekend came around, and we just didn't sit down and do it. Uh, then it just kind of kept rolling and we didn't make one. So, uh, that was, that was the reason why we haven't posted anything. But, uh, like I, like I was saying, uh, I'm in the car right now. I am driving to Oklahoma. I'm just by myself. My bags and I in the car, we are about, uh, about an hour, uh, let's see, an hour and 40 minutes, yeah, I'd say about an hour and 40 minutes into my drive here, uh, it, it's, it's about, uh, five and a half hour drive from Tech to, uh, Oklahoma where I'm going, oh, I didn't even say where I was going, I'm going to OU, Oklahoma University, um, so it's like a five and a half hour drive to there. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm on the road. I got bored. I texted Blake and Taylor. Said, "Hey, is it cool if I make a podcast? I haven't made one in a while. I know I'm not with y'all, but uh, I'm kind of bored and I just want to talk. Uh, so <laughs> so here I am. I'm I'm recording a, a little podcast for you guys by myself." So yeah, but uh, the reason I'm going to Oklahoma is one of my friends, Chris, he uh, he lives in Oklahoma, or no, he, well, I guess he does technically live in Oklahoma, but he goes to OU right now, he's a freshman as well, and uh, that's, that's reason one why I'm going. Reason one is to go see him, but reason two, uh, our friend... Jesse, Chris, and mine and Chris's friend, Jesse, she plays volleyball at a school called Arlington Baptist University, and obviously they're in Arlington, but um, they play some Oklahoma schools, and one of the schools that they play in Oklahoma is like 15 minutes, 10, 10, 15 minutes away from OU's campus, so I told her I wanted to try to uh, make it out to a game this season, but I hadn't been able to so far. Um, But I decided that this was going to be a perfect weekend uh, to get away, go watch some volleyball. She doesn't know I'm coming. It's going to be a surprise for her, but Chris knows I'm coming, obviously. I'm staying with him. I'm going to be staying in his dorm. He has an extra bed because he doesn't have a roommate, he's just got two sweet mates, but, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I told him I wanted to come up this weekend, the 24th is when they play, and, uh, 
was like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And he was like, nothing. And I was like, cool, I want to come up. I want to come watch Jesse's game. And would it be cool if I stayed with you and we both went to the game? And he was like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd have a lot of fun. So I told my mom, told my dad, they were like, uh, are you sure you want to drive five and a half hours to Oklahoma? And I was like, yeah, I'm tired of sitting and loving every single day, every weekend. So kind of a change of scenery, be able to get out, take a little trip and, uh, and go see them. That's going to be, it's going to be super fun. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I got bored on my drive, wanted to hop on the pod, wanted to record a little something, uh, document my drive here. And, uh, yeah, so, um, I guess, uh, so Jesse, Jesse is a friend of mine and Chris, like I said, uh, Chris, I met, um, we actually went to preschool together at Methodist Day School, uh, me, him, and our other friend Trey, who's, who's, best friends. It's kind of the three amigos we were in preschool. You didn't want to mess with us. We were, we were some troublemakers, but, um, yeah, that was how we met. We met in pre-K. So Chris and I have, have grown up from pre-K to, uh, I guess now college stayed friends. Um, so that's how Chris and I know each other. Chris and I, uh, went to pre-K and then, we actually went to separate elementary schools, but then I guess it was in junior high. Junior high, we kind of became friends, or not became friends again, but like reconnected and then started started hanging out more. And uh, ever since then, we've just kind of been best buds. We do pretty much everything together. And... Uh, the reason we know Jesse is because, um, so there's, there's us three, me, Trey, and, uh, Chris, we were friends in pre-K when we got to elementary school, or no, when we kind of got to, like, middle school-ish, in that, in that time period, we kind of separated, went our separate ways, and when we kind of separated, Trey, uh, started hanging out with some other friends, and one of them was, his name's Kevin, and so he became best buds with Kevin, and then when me, Trey, and Chris kind of came back together at the end of junior high, end of, end of high school, uh, Trey, Trey introduced us to Kevin, so we kind of became, uh, a quattro instead of a trio, I guess you could say, what would be the, a quad, why would I say quattro, that's Spanish, I'm stupid, we became a quad, um, yeah, we became a quad when, uh, when we all kind of came back together, and when we came back together, Kevin was dating Jesse, and that's how we met Jesse, kind of a long, elaborate, hard to follow story there, but, yeah, me, Chris, and our other friend Trey, pre-K, split up when we came back together. Trey brought along Kevin. Kevin was dating Jesse. Our quad turned into a quint. And that's how it happened. So yeah, we, uh, that's how, that's how I know Chris and how I know Jesse. Um, kind of a neat story, but, uh, so Jesse played hot or played, yeah, high school volleyball all four years, and, uh, her senior year, she got an offer from the school, Arlington Baptist, uh, she wasn't, I don't know if she was really looking to play college volleyball, I think she was, can't, can't tell you for sure, but got the offer, and it was something she had always, like, or once she got the offer, she 
really thought about it and was like, this is probably something I really want to do. And we were like, yeah, go for it. That seems super fun. I, I had thought about playing some college sports, but, you know, I'm not good enough for that. But, uh, so, yeah, Jesse, Jesse went, goes to Arlington Baptist, plays volleyball there, and they're playing in Oklahoma. So I decided, why not load up my car with a bag or two and head out to Oklahoma, go watch a volleyball game and hang out with Chris. So uh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm on my way there. I've got about uh, three hours and 45 minutes left on this drive. We uh, are just taking the, the long country roads to Oklahoma. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. You know it. Mountain Mama, baby. We actually play West Virginia Tech does uh, this weekend, tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, it's at home. All my friends make fun of me because my brother, uh, he, he came home from college. And my brother goes to a bunch of like thrift stores, pawn shops, stuff like that. Just for fun. Tries to find cool stuff. Anyway, he found this hat. I'm wearing it right now. Uh, it was it was a West Virginia University of West Virginia hat. It was just something random he found at a thrift store. I was like, that's cool. So he bought it. He bought it for like two dollars, and he brought it home. And and I was like, oh, that's a cool hat. He's like, you want it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he sold it to me for $5. He made a $3 profit, he later told me. Still kind of upset about that, but you know, it's all right. So now I had a West Virginia hat for no reason. I have no association with West Virginia, but I wore this hat everywhere. And then that kind of became my staple was a, I was, I was a West Virginia Mountaineer to all my friends. So I'm kind of upset that I'm missing the game because I was going to go to the game and wear the hat and see what people said and like sit in the student section. Just going to be a funny little thing, but uh, that's all right. I'm not going to stress over it too much, but you know, as always, go Mountaineers. Tech is doing horrible this year. We're one and three, but oh and three in division play. Moves the speed limit drops from 75 to 55 here. I gotta slow down. But yeah, it's alright. I'm not stressing over missing the game too much. I'll probably watch it. Um, or wait, maybe I won't. It depends on what time. Because, you know, I'm going to the game tomorrow. The game's, the volleyball game's at noon. And then, like I mentioned earlier, our friend Trey, he plays football at Rice, and he has his first game tomorrow, you know, due to Rona season, and uh, they had to cancel a bunch of their games and, and do all sorts of stuff like that. They, uh, they finally are having their first game. What is this town? I am in a tiny town sidetrack, it's kind of weird how when you're on a long, long drive on these, like, country roads, like a long trip, and you're kind of going through, like, country, country area, where you've just got, like, small town, and then a stretch of, like, open fields, and then another small town, like, here and there, as you pass through, and it's kind of cool to see, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's kind of fun, like, slowing down, like, the speed limit changes, it obviously decreases because you're going through the town, and it's kind of fun to, like, slow down and kind of look around the town and see, like, you go through your hometown, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, I know this place, this is my home, but it's kind of cool to drive through, like, other small towns and see, like, what other people's normal is. Like, they go to this, this specific store to hang out with their friends. In Montgomery, it's Whataburger, but, like, 
in, in another town, it could be like Sonic or Subway, you know? It's kind of cool to try to look around and see like the different stuff that people people call home. Anyway, kind of weird, but I've always thought about that. Back to what I was saying though. So Trey plays for Rice Football and they have their first game tomorrow on Saturday. And well, it depends on when I upload this. It could be today, but Saturday. Um, and it depends on when they play too, but it's going to be live streamed and I'm sure I'll be watching that. He's, they came out with the depth chart and he's a second string right tackle. Big old boy. Kind of cool though. He's, uh, he's a big boy. I'll tell you that much. I would not want to get in his way on the football field. That is for darn sure. But, yeah, so I don't know if I will be watching the Tech game because, one, we suck, and, two, I will be doing other stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have a pretty packed weekend. I'm going to be watching Jesse play, then watching Trey play probably at some point, then... Chris and I are going to go play with two of his friends he's made up there at OU. We're going to go play some golf. There's a uh, a par three course up there. There's a bunch of other courses, but he said this one's pretty pretty fun. Looks pretty fun. Ooh, windy part of the road. This looks fun. It's like, sorry, another sidetrack here. The little scene where Lightning McQueen and uh, Sally are driving through the mountainside on Cars, the movie Cars, um, where it's just like the windy road. I'm obviously not on a mountainside. I'm in Texas, but I don't know. The windy road kind of reminded me of that. I love the movie Cars. Uh, But yeah, back to what I was saying. Dude, Kia guy behind me really needs to hop off look I'll get over happy birthday go past me I really don't care about you what you fat lady go drive ahead I'm not gonna say anything else that's all I hate people driving people just like the speed limit is 75 and my lady's going 90 like chill Obviously, I'm going to drive fast, but I'm not going to get a ticket. I'm not going to risk getting a ticket here. Chill, bro. We're we're just cruising along on the back roads. You can hang your hat and enjoy the ride like the rest of us. It's all right. But, yeah, we're going to go play play some golf, Chris and I, on Saturday after Jesse's game. He said there's a par three course and uh, nine holes, 20 bucks to play. I was like, uh, deal, I've always wanted to play a uh, par three course. I mean, why not? You know, what's, sounds fun. I, I really do enjoy par threes. Um, if you're not into golf, I'm sorry. If you are into golf, please keep listening because I will probably sit here and talk about golf for the next 30 minutes. Also, um, not really sure how long this podcast is going to be. We're, we're about almost 20 minutes into it. And, uh, oh gosh, bumpy part of the road. Please get me off of this. But uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. Just kind of, like I was saying, I got bored, wanted to hop on the podcast, start talking, waste some time on the drive, take my mind off of stuff, and uh, just sit here and talk. So, I don't know, I may talk for another five, ten minutes, I may go for an hour, who knows, we'll, we'll see, but yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, the, the golf, but yeah, I uh, got into golf, probably like... Was it March? Yeah, end 
March, beginning of April, kind of when Corona hit the U.S. and everything got shut down and the only thing you could do was go play golf. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did and pretty much what every single teenager to 20-year-old boy, guy, man did. Uh, just hopped on the golf trend. So yeah, that's what I did. Ever since then, I've been obsessed with golf. I've caught the bug. I want to play every single day, but I'm not a retired old man yet, so I can't play every day, and it kind of sucks. It was nice during the summer because I've got a membership on uh, my home course, uh, April Sound Country Club, and I would play uh, pretty much every single day, whether it was by myself with my brother or with friends, I would just go play, just spare time, so I didn't have to sit in my room for eight hours of the day playing video games, a little bit better than that, get out, go play some golf, but yeah, I've been uh, pretty obsessed with golf ever since then, as a young tot growing up, you know, you try to watch golf, and it's like, eh, this is boring, but... I don't know. I've I now find it super super intriguing, super fun to play, super fun super fun to watch. Like like watching watching tournaments and stuff, watching the PGA, watching the pros. It's insane like how good they are and how much respect they don't receive. Like people are always like, "Yeah, golf's hard." But um Sorry, everyone. Uh, my mom called me, so it stopped the recording. Uh, I'm not sure the last thing I said, but it's been about five minutes since I've been talking, so I can't remember. Hold on. There is an 18-wheeler. My guy, what are you doing on the roadway? Go a little bit faster for me, please. Oh, baby, I'm passing. We're Gucci. No harm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know the last thing I said. So, we'll just kind of recap what I was saying. Uh, golf. Hometown. Uh, home course, April Sound. Would play about every day. With friends or brother or dad. Dad got into golf. That was pretty cool. I'm going way too fast. I gotta slow down here. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, I, th I think that's where I was left. I left off. Uh, yeah, I tried to play almost every day. Oh, uh, it was over. Ooh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I forget what I was saying and I don't really want to go back and listen to where I left off. So we're, we'll just restarted up here, um, yeah, I, uh, I tried to play about every day, it just, it, it really interested me, playing every day, and then I started watching it more, and when I started watching it more, my, my swing developed tremendously, um, I played baseball, so, I, I always had the baseball swing, and it would slice way right when I hit the stupid golf ball. And now, like, I've developed from a baseball swing, I've developed my swing into a golf swing. So, you know, it's it's kind of cool to see how I've, I've been able to change that. I've always been super coachable, being able to, uh, you know, like, like take... What's the word? I guess like tips and stuff, tips and tricks, like for anything, whether like in sports and stuff, and be able to apply it pretty easily to to my game. So I, because I I'm, I'm super coachable, like it's it's been able to be very easy, a very not easy transition, but an easier transition than it could have been. But by watching golf more, I've been able to, I guess, 
work off a lot quicker. So yeah, I, uh, I tried to play every day, watched it a lot more, and uh, that's how I kind of got started, and ever since then, kind of fell in love with it, started playing it more. So yeah, Chris and I are going to play this weekend, this uh, Saturday, um, a little par three course, and I'm really looking forward to it. I've always, like I said, I've always wanted to play a part three course, and uh, that's that's one thing on my, my golf bucket list that I get to check off now. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be up to this weekend, um, playing golf, hanging out with friends, and going to watch some, some sports, you know, sports, sports, and more sports. What would a life of Colin Shear be without sports, who knows, honestly, I kind of wonder that sometimes, like, if my, my mom and dad didn't get me into sports at a young age, I wonder, like, what I would be like, or what I would have done, because I feel like sports have definitely turned me into the person I am today, you know, I'm, I'm very vocal, I'm very, like, loud, I had to be, like, playing, playing sports and stuff, you know, like, out on the field, on the court, you know, you have to talk a lot, talk to your teammates, and, you know, that made me super vocal, made me loud, gosh, but I get that from my dad, my dad is a loud human being, that is one thing that I know for a fact I get from him, but, you know, like, sports have definitely shaped me into the person I am today, and, I'm so glad my parents got me into it, and they and and they never forced me into it either. They introduced it to me, and I've wanted to play ever since then. And that's another thing that that I'm super thankful for that I got to do is, is sports and be able to play at my own will not forcing me into it. Also, I want to point out, I definitely listened to the first, like, five seconds of the beginning of the recording, and you can, the road is so loud. I am so sorry. If you don't make it this far into the podcast, I totally respect it, because the road noise is so darn loud. I don't know how else to cancel it out. I'm in my car on the road, and I don't have any tools to cancel out background noise, so if, if you want to listen to this, I guess I'm sorry. You, you're just going to have to put up with the road noise, but man, I wish there was a way to get rid of that noise. That was so annoying, and I was 10 seconds into the podcast, you know, 10 seconds into the recording, so that sucks. What if there was a way to cancel it out? I guess I could do some, like, editing, but I have no clue how to do that. I don't know how to edit audio. I mean, all I do for the podcast is throw in the intro clip, and and that's it. I just, <laughs> I just put the intro clip in, and then throw the audio on, and that's all we do for the podcast. I don't... We don't tinker any of the audio. We don't tinker anything else. We just kind of throw it in and throw it out into the world. And then you listen to it. And we get happy when you listen to it because we we know we're doing something right. So, yeah.
that's always like if if I didn't have to like if I was gonna live by myself probably will uh, girls are too much trouble um, so yeah dream place would probably be like out in the out like open field like lots of lots of acres for land lots of land I would love that my my two uncles on my mom's side of the family so we'll go into a little background here so you know what I'm talking about my mom has two sisters they have two husbands obviously and so they are my uncles therefore the two uncles on my mom's side of the family they both have or I take that back all three of my uncles yeah all three of my uncles have some sort of land whether they live on or hunt on uh, and I was like my dad and my family we never really grew up like hunting uh, or like had a bunch of land that we went to so you know that was always something that I always kind of wanted to do but I never had the resources to do um, so I've always kind of like envied that that small town feel um, my my uncle one of my uncles that married my one of my mom's sisters uh he's he they live up here uh near Lubbock it's like three hours away from Lubbock but they live in a small town called Vernon and I mean it's just your traditional like countryside Texas East Texas town you know like like very rural very countryside lots of land they have a lot of land on their property and I've always enjoyed going there and getting out of the suburb area of Montgomery Texas and being able to go up there or go up here I guess that's where I'm at actually I wonder how far I am away because I'm heading like towards like their town I don't pass through it on my way to Oklahoma but Uh, 
that rockin' cafe, that kind of reminded me of something. On road trips and stuff, when when I'm on road trips, like, with my mom, my dad, and my brother, like, our family trips or something, we always try to stop at, like, local businesses, not just, like, um, oh, I'm taking a left here. Am I, where am I? Am I trying to, what the heck? This is not where I thought I was. Okay. Um, like I was saying, we try to stop at, uh, I like local, local businesses, local, like, cafes and stuff like that, just because, like, we get tired of eating Dairy Queen or Subway or McDonald's or Whataburger, you know, like, uh, every, every single meal that it's fun, like, when you travel to go try places that, like, not chain restaurants that you would get everywhere, you would be able to try some new, ooh, doggy, hi, a dog in the backyard. He was cute. I don't know what breed he was, but it, it was a cute little tan doggy. Um, but uh, we always try to, always try to go to. There is a giant ass fucking tractor. Holy, hello, buddy. You are taking both sides of the road here. I will definitely turn. Wow, I am so glad I turned. I will. Hold on. Um, I'll finish up what I was saying. Uh, we Basically, I finished it up. We just try to go eat at local restaurants on our way to... Uh, or on road trips and stuff to not eat at chain restaurants. Okay. Holy crap. I was riding on the road. So, I, I had to get on this... You can tell I changed roads because it is now loud as hell, um, but, okay, cool, uh, right before I turned off to get on the new road, there was a giant tractor, uh, just coming on, coming head on, obviously, it was going, like, 10 miles per hour, so it wasn't that scary, but he was, it was, it's a two-lane road, one, one lane each way, and my guy was just hogging both lanes. He was in his lane as well as mine coming right for me. I don't know if I had to go straight. I really don't know what I would have done because there wasn't really a shoulder. And I guess I could have just drove off in the grass. But he was literally taking the entire two lanes. I like That was kind of weird. That's what you get when you're in the country, baby. You got these tractors now. They just gonna hog the road, and you can't do nothing about it. That's my country accent. That was kind of cool, though. I feel like driving tractors, there really isn't any laws with them. You just kind of, like, hop in your tractor, and you can drive them anywhere, like in a country town. And the police obviously aren't gonna pull you over, and... You can do really whatever you want in them because, uh, like that guy was just hogging both lanes of the uh, of the highway, and you know, he's just cruising down the highway. I mean, what are you, what are you gonna tell the guy to do? Get off the road? He's got to go do his business. He's got to go farm. Who knows what he was gonna go do? But like, tractors are cool. Speaking of like country stuff, I guess we could continue this streak this summer or this past yeah this past summer I worked uh, I worked at a ranch now this ranch isn't no ordinary ranch this is a donkey rescue ranch um, <laughs> it just it's so funny like talking about it just because it's like who would have thought like that would be a thing or who would have thought Colin Shear would have been working on it this summer but the reason I got that gig was uh, my dad had a uh, had a former co-worker or form yeah a former co-worker uh, that volunteered at the ranch they have volunteered 
that come out and help help uh, water like the uh, or give don the donkeys the water, put it in their uh, bins and stuff like that. So they have volunteers coming out. So she she's like one of the main volunteers, and I asked my dad like, hey, uh, would your son be interested in working? We need part-time workers to help come feed the donkeys and I was like well it's getting towards the end of summer I'm about to leave for college I don't have money so let's do it and I can get some money they paid uh, $10 an hour and I was like this is perfect I don't need anything super crazy part-time this is perfect we asked her like what I would be doing, how much like I would be working, and she'd be like, "Oh, you would either work like the the morning feeding shift or the afternoon feeding shift. Like you can choose, or you can do both." And I was like, "Well, I mean, I've got nothing else to do. I guess I can do like both feeding times." And she was like, "Okay, well, the morning feeding time is it starts at eight, right?" starts at 8 and you would you would feed for about 2 hours and then the afternoon feeding time is like uh, it was like 4 and I was like yeah that's perfect I can feed, go home, chill and then go back up and feed the second time so I go the first day and I, I start feeding in the morning I'm like working along with someone because I'm learning. I have no clue what I'm doing. I've never worked with equestrian. I've never worked with uh, large animals. And so I was learning. It was kind of fun though. I gotta turn my lights on. It's getting dark out here. Uh, so yeah, I I decided, or I don't know why I just said that. Uh, I, so I, I, was, I was working with someone. His name was Brody. And I worked with him because he had been feeding for the past, like, two years. He's worked there a long time. And so he was teaching me how to, how to feed him, what the different routes were. There were some different routes, feeding routes, so we could, like, all break it up and, and get it on time. And we finished feeding, and I asked him, I was like, so, uh, what now? And he was like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, like, help out around the ranch and I was like oh we, we don't like go home now and he's like oh no we get off at five and I was like what he was like yeah you work from eight to five and I was like uh okay so I was like oh look there it is that's I take a left here if I want to go to Vernon look at that cool beans I sadly am not going to Vernon right now. I wish I was. wish I was going to see the fam. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I, I like got there. I worked, started working, finished. And he was like, yeah, we get off at five. I was like, uh, I didn't sign up for this, but that's all right. I'm getting paid. So then came back the next day, did the same thing, worked eight to five. And I did that six times a week working on the Donkey Rescue Ranch six times a week. I That was so fun, but it was one of the weirdest experiences of my entire life. I honestly wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so glad I did that. Like, the, the, the stories I can tell from that place, I got kicked by a donkey in my thigh. I walked right behind it, and he goes, wha-pow, and smacked me right in my thigh. You know, just funny stories like that. Um, so I really wouldn't change anything. That that experience was so much fun. I'm so glad I did that. Uh, <laughs> what, are, what are some of the stories I could tell from that? Um, I don't know. I would have to think. I'd have to think previously, but... You know, that was something I had no clue I would do or ever do in my entire life was work on a ranch. And gosh, that was one of the funnest things I've ever done. But holy moly, it was a workout. I was drained after every single day. It was so much work. I mean, we had to, 
so like obviously we would do so like I said like we finish feeding in the morning and then we would just have to help out on the ranch just like doing stuff that needed to be done uh, around the ranch until afternoon feeding time came around and that included anything from putting out uh, round hay bales for the cows and, and all the open pastures to shoveling poop in the barn, you know? Like, that was the worst, shoveling poop in the barn. Oh my god, that was horrible. I, there were some of the nastiest smells in that barn. I can't even describe. Oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah, and then we would, we would just help out around the ranch, and then come afternoon, we would feed again, and then go home, but I, uh, I wasn't complaining, I was getting money, I was getting paid to work for a little, a little over a month, probably, I think, and it was right before I left for college, so I was like, perfect, I'm getting paid some money, get some pocket change for spending money up here in college, and I think that, that, that was probably the best thing I did. I was thinking about working, like, a normal job. There was a Chick-fil-A that opened. Obviously, you Montgomery people know that. Uh, I was, I applied to work there. That didn't end up happening. I waited too long, and then I was gonna work at an academy or possibly dig sporting goods. And those two things never ended up happening. And before I knew it, it was about a month and a half before I left for college, and then this thing came up, and I was like, uh, yeah, this is good for me. So I hopped on it, and I think it was a great idea. The, the lady that owned the ranch, she, she asked me, she was like, hey, would you want to come back next next summer or whenever you come home? And I was like, um, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I have to see what I'm doing. And I've definitely given it some thought. I don't know if I would want to go back. That was so much work. Holy moly. I mean, it was it was long days. In the, I mean, it was humid Texas. What do you expect? It was 100 outside, but it felt like 110. And you're outside in the sun carrying hay bales and feed bags and feeding donkeys and stuff. I mean, it, you're not just sitting in the AC doing stuff. I mean, you're outside doing manual labor. That that stuff's tough. Literally props to anyone who can do that stuff every day as their normal job. I just had to do it for not even a full summer, and I was drained after a month, my gosh, so I don't know if I would end up going back, I definitely would, like, I, I have no, no bad ties with anyone there, like, it was, it was a great experience, and I'm so glad I did it, I just don't know if I could handle the work again, that was a lot, I've thought about what I'm gonna do next summer, like, summer job, I don't know, uh, there's a few things that I've definitely thought about. Um, the uh, youth pastor at my church, his name's Sam. He he brought up if if it's a possibility, maybe maybe being like an intern, that would be really cool. I have no clue if that that still would be available, or if he even remembers saying that. But that would be super cool. I would definitely I would definitely be in, uh, a little intern for my church, a little student, student intern pastor, that would be pretty cool, I've, I've definitely given that some thought, that would be something I would really do, um, another thing is being intern for, uh, a guy I watch on YouTube, he, he uh, it's a golf channel, his name's Eric Anders Lang, I was actually listening to his podcast 
might end up applying. I don't know. We'll see. I could probably stay with my brother in New Braunfels. That would be pretty cool. Spend the summer in New Braunfels and then commuting to Austin for an intern job. That would be really cool. Because what I want to eventually do, since I'm studying architecture, I would possibly want to be a golf course architect and design golf courses. That would be super cool. Look at me. Here I go again talking about golf. What's new? But if I got to if I got to intern with him, I'd be able to travel a little bit and see some new golf courses, get some get some new design ideas for future if I end up doing that. That would be really cool. I don't know though. We're we're gonna see what happens here. We will definitely see what happens here. So uh yeah, that's uh those are about the only three things that I've, I've thought about for possible summer jobs like next year. I don't have anything else in mind, but you know, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I really don't know kind of what else to uh, to talk about here. I've kind of talked about pretty much everything that I can think about. Um, I'll give you a little description of what I'm seeing. Uh, first things first, uh, grass, grass, and more grass. How am I feeling right now? A bit fatigued, driving a lot. Haven't stopped yet. I need to stop. Bladder is getting full. Stomach is getting empty. And I need to refuel as fast as possible. Um, so in that case, we'll, we'll call it quits here. I'm coming up on Wichita Falls. stop in Wichita Falls. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just stop for gas too because I'm getting low. Not super low, but you know, we're, we're going to stop anyway. Fill up while we can. Make it just one stop. Pee break, food break, and gas break. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to the uh, Road Trip Podcast with yours truly, Colin Shear. Sorry, Taylor and Blake could not be a part of this episode, but, you know, um, it's alright. I'm glad I could put one out for y'all. It's been a while. Thanks for tuning in.